Hello there, welcome along to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick. Kekka, what the heck are you doing? I'm just preparing a green cup for the next Ashes tour. We need to win badly. Oh, That's just... I got well, if it's good enough for the pumps, it's good enough for us. Exactly. I thought you might have been celebrating something, but you weren't. Having, what have we got to celebrate this country? outside off stump. Tonight, uh, the oh. show is brought to you by the letter L for loser, because Essendon lose, Australia lose, the Wallabies lose, and Canberra lose, their coach. Beautifully put together, Rusty. But my part of the show is brought to you by the letter W for winners. Adam Scott, my Melbourne Storm, and the Nissans in the V8s. Woohoo! Plus, we play something or nothing, and it's all really brought to you by one of our really good friends. Sportingbet.com.au. Did you win or did you lose there? In the I had a small W. <laughs> well, I had a small L. Uh, first of the Essendon dramas and the rumours started on the weekend that Essendon was going to accept the umpire's decision or the AFL's decision and cop fines, points, losses and bans. But leaving the penalties aside just for a second, were you, like me, surprised that Heard, Bomber, Corcoran and Co all of a sudden, after months of denials, said that they might, under these circumstances, negotiate? Well, I thought it was a master strike by the AFL in the first instance. Wonderful bit of brinksmanship when they seconded all the league presidents and all of a sudden got the entire competition Gang, on side. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... Paul Essendon... Little was just on, out in his arms. Well, they were all ostracised. Yeah. You know, they became estranged. And all of a sudden, I think their mindset changed us against the world, or the yeah. game in general. Yeah. Up until then, it was more or less the AFL against Essendon. But we've gone from going to the Supreme Court yeah, well, to sitting in offices well, for 12 hours I think making a decision. I think at the end of the day, inevitability, inevitably, negotiable. sanity is going to prevail. Yeah. It's just a matter of now scales of economy, how we're going to best deal with this for the future, or for the sake of the game. The first bottom and line foremost. is, I think they all looked at it and said, "This can't happen again." Exactly. And, and look, to be quite honest, I've been a supporter of James Heard the whole way. Was yeah. I disappointed that he chose to? Yes, I was. But um, you know, from a personal but point of view, mind, I still think it's good for the game to put it aside and move forward. We need to look. The game's lost some love. We really need to get the love back in the game. People are getting sick and tired of all this. Well, let's resolve it. Okay. Given the uh, controversies we've had over the years, say Adelaide and Tippett, the Carlton salary cap dramas, Melbourne's tanking claims, and even the issues at West Coast with Cousins and North Melbourne with Wayne Carey, how does this, on an Australian scale, not on a little bunker in Melbourne scale? How does this rank in the scandals in AFL's history? Oh, monumental. This is the biggest thing that, you know, threatens the game by a long, long way. Well, it doesn't Bury threaten the game. Bury my bongo lane in his Carlton cohorts back in 1910, for those that can remember back that well, far. Well, you were about 16, weren't you? Let me tell you, they got banned for five years for having a little bit of an investment on the side to make sure that they were a good thing. <laughs> Five years they were banned for, which is huge in those days. But you'd, this really threatens the very fabric. Got, Sorry? You'd have got life. Move on, you're breaking <laughs> up. But more importantly, <laughs> let me tell you, this threatens the very fabric of our well, game. Look, I, I take umbrage to that because I don't think it does because there is Drugs. no... Drugs. Yeah, but nobody's going to go down the path anymore. It's stopped. It's been... It's obviously been an issue. Well, that will be now, a good story. And now it's going to be stopped. I still think that the the Carey scandal from a, no. from a from a television and from a radio and from a personal Carey point of view, issue doesn't affect the game at large. Oh, I thought Carey it, issue I thought affected it cast the club a shadow at level. on the game. No, no. 
The moral guardian of the... No, morally it didn't affect the game at all. I thought the tanking issue was minor and I thought the tanking, Carlton, the salary, tippet, cap, the Carlton salary cap was a big story. Yeah, it didn't make real big headlines outside of Melbourne. No, because they're a fat cat, because the perception was, give it a Carlton. Had it been anyone else, it would have destroyed the club. OK. Now, the Ashes are over for now. England won, but the fifth test turned in on an exciting draw after Michael Clark and I duffed the lid to you, Michael, because I had reservations about your capacity to captain. But your declaration was a typical Australian one. Gave them a chance and it almost backfired on me. <laughs> typical Australian. We gave them a chance and then when we looked like losing, we said, hang on, where's the light? It's bad light. Well, Michael wasn't even batting. How do they... I know that's rules Why for batting want... and bowling, but... But you know the thing with the light now? And 21 The runs. umpires decide ah, the light. The they used to offer it to the batsmen. What, what batsmen in their right frame of mind? They needed 21 runs off five overs or something. Yeah. Why would you take the light? Could have thrown... Just swung it in at five Exactly. So and Michael Clark was annoyed, actually. He said it to Ali Dar. He said, stop pointing at me. And he touched him. Touched him. And he said, don't, don't touch him. Don't touch me. Now, that's our Australian, Michael, weeks. let me tell you. you Mate, should... you should have put one on his Vera Lynn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do the Australian thing. And then... Celebrate by putting a bit of aqua on the turf. But anyhow, uh, look, it was a sporting What about gesture. that? Seriously, I mean, we had a bit of a gag at the thing. What did you think of that? Because I heard a rumour that they did it at the MCG once as well. Let me tell you something about Poms, and you know them as well as I do. They're very good. They, they put us to the cleaners in everything we do this day. The swimming, the Olympics, and I duff my lid to them. But let me tell you, something you can't do that Poms will never have is class. <laughs> you can win everything, but you ain't got class. <laughs> Not I To the NRL. And this is another story. Cronulla's win over the Roosters means the minor premiership could come down to the final game between the Rabbits and the Roosters. But also it means the Sharks are serious players. They are. Where the bunnies come from? Well, Parramatta was where they were two years ago. Well, I'm just saying you've got South and the Roosters playing the last game of the round. Yeah. You've got Manly and Melbourne playing this weekend. Cronulla, they were fantastic Monday night football. They were simply irresistible in that first half. But they're going to finish where? They're going to finish fifth. Mm. And that's going to hurt them. But they do not have to travel unless they have to go to Melbourne. Well, you don't... No-one wants to go to Melbourne. What about Melbourne, honestly? Yeah, no, I know we'll talk Melbourne. about them shortly, Good but shortly. I'm saying it's not a done yeah. deal. Cronulla have got the intestinal fortitude, yeah. and as long as they play Gallon at prop, he just is so much better when he's... He's got up. the first try, Gallon. He's just an unbelievable he's human a, being. What, what an inspiration. And I'll tell you something about that outside also. You know, oh, yeah, issues... they grab Blake Ferguson, that would be the yeah. dumbest move in the world because he is he's a he is a disease on the game at the moment. I'd be steering clear well, of him. Uh, similar views on that point. But what I like about Cronulla, despite all the contro controversies surrounding them throughout the year, rabbits. or controversies, whatever you like to call it, whichever, they have just remained a united, you know, uh, concentrated figure, resolute, focused, resolute. And tough as you could believe. Yeah, and don't worry about that uh, that business about the bank account. That's yeah. Oh, bank account. We did. I was about to say we've all got a fifty <laughs> bank account. Nearly put myself in the Cayman Islands. That's ridiculous. What's wrong? Move on. Move God. on. They're, you Move know, on. Preparing for the future. Over the last week, Canberra coach David Ferner was sacked due to player unrest. God, this annoys me. This annoys the shit. <laughs> then they get beat by Manly at all, but in their final save, Blake Ferguson was fit but was given leave and didn't play. What is going on well, down there? Well, not only was given leave, you would still think he'd support the players, but he's up in the Cronulla. Pub, Cronulla the drip and, tray. and over the drip tray and the cross. And then there was an article uh, in the Herald last week by one of Mundine's journo men saying that uh, Blake Ferguson's trying to boost his image. As I said, boosting is the only thing he's got to do because he's at rock bottom. He can't go any lower. Guess what? I was wrong. He could. He deserted his teammates just from a support base. Yep. 
you know, the whole scenario with David Furness supporting Ferguson, the players saying, mate, while you support him, you're rubbing our own faces in it. Get rid of him or you're gone. Yeah. He didn't want to get rid of him. Guess what? Furness's gone. Yeah, but I get terribly... I, look, I get annoyed. When I, I didn't mind this when one. I, I hear thought the this term, was... When I hear the term players unrest getting no, rid of No, I didn't mind coach. this. I think that they gave no. the coach enough opportunities to deal with Blake Ferguson. He gave him chance after chance after chance. And this I is agree, a guy that I also... Agree. What happens these coaches... Some of them, rightly or wrongly, and fall I'm in love with care. players. They fall in love with winning players, Ron and they think... fell in love with me. Yeah, we're still in love. <laughs> Why'd you go to Collingwood? Because we fell out of love. Yeah, no, a, a divorce. <laughs> How was that for you? That's <laughs> well, this You're is another on fire one we today, got. Son. This is another one we got wrong this week. Not the me. Like Not me. Not you. No. You thought we could win it, and I said, did I? Not a million years. But it was much more, uh, much of a muchness. Uh, more of the same. The Wallabies were good, you know. They opened up terrific, and they went about it, and I thought, this is a, the the, uh, the pivotal moment in time. It was 27-16. They retained the cup. Yeah. It's the 11th straight Great. time. We didn't improve on this first yes, game. Yes, we did. I don't think we did. No. Oh, look, I've got no issue with it. We're just not good enough at the moment. I'm no. not blaming anyone. It's a rebuilding thing. I think the issue might be when we go to Argentina. Oh, that might be a bit Because they nearly beat mm. uh, the South Africans. Yeah. So we might have a we might have a struggle I'll to win more than two games. I'll tell you my take on the Wallabies, games. if I may. And you know that I'm not an aficionado, but I watch it and I can pick it up. You and McKenzie's not doing much wrong. I reckon if you look at the scoreline, it's fairly compelling. And you'd say, gee, we're a long way off the mark. But we're not. All we're doing, we're, go, we're having a lot of the rugby. ball. We're, we're missing tackles. Our one-on-one -on -one tackles are pathetic. We've, we're creating so many more opportunities now, but we're not making the most of them. We're dropping ball. I'll ask you a question. Yeah. In the games on the weekend, who do you reckon made more tackles? The Wallabies or, say, Geelong in their match against the Swans? Oh, this is a good point. Geelong. Because I know it'd be a trap question. Geelong made 95 right. tackles. Yeah. The Wallabies made 77. Well, there you go. So that doesn't make sense to me. There's in a game. technique issues that have to be addressed. I reckon the actual game, we're creating more opportunities. We can score, but we're just fumbling and making a mess of it at the final hurdle. Speaking of which, that's the headlines. Parts one and parts two is coming up next. We brighten the mood with some big winners, including our own Adam Scott, our Melbourne Storm, and our Nissans get their first win I in 21 years. I told you Nissans come good. Nissan. That Nissan I, I thought, thought was missing. It's not Nissan. A, I thought you were a Mazda man. Oh, man. Welcome back to the show. There is a cornucopia of sport right now. Look it up if you don't know the meaning of that kicker. So plenty more headlines coming your way. You can kick it off. Kick us off. I will, mate. Adam Scott is in the winner's circle again after taking out the Barclays by one shot after being six shots back at the start of the final round. He's now ranked number two in the mm -hmm. world. He won the Masters this year and was the best player across all four majors Absolutely. without a doubt. So, the big question beckons. Can he, can crack, he crack the summit? I think he we can. We all know the base camp. Not this year. He might actually win the uh, FedEx Cup, which whilst is I've no... I've got three more to there's go. There's $10 million in that. But yeah. the way he's going now, he's about 500 points or 300 points behind Tiger, the way the FedEx Cup system works. But he is world number two. And you're right. You know, he's only paid a dozen or so tournaments on yep. the PGA Tour. He's gone overseas a few times. Been outstanding. The fact that he's coming down for the Australian Open is the biggest story. I know he was here last year, but now he's the Masters champion. Throw in Rory... And I think... Uh, you know, he's only three men, three men, Ricky three golfers. Ricky Fowler's down here for the PGA. Three golfers, Mickelson, Wood and now Scott, yeah. have won a, uh, a major. They've won a golf championship. They've won a players' championship. And now they've won a playoff series in the uh, FedEx. He's won the Barclays. He's won the Barclays. Yeah. There's only one of th that's only three players have done it. Only one of three players. I looked it up this players. morning. It was amazing. But I'll tell you what I like about him. 
you know, he's now really got good a fighting quality. Good coming looking from, rooster. Well, no, no, that doesn't appeal. But he's, you know, he's got some really good qualities. Coming from behind, once upon a time, he would have fallen away to the pack. Yep. But he's got a real manic belief that he can do it now, which is fantastic. I love him. I love him. My second favourite team, the mighty Melbourne Storm, have won four on the trot, including racking up two scores of 60-plus. And I told you, is there a sense of deja vu for our team? Ah, deja vu. My first team yeah. is the West Tigers. They go well, on. if we could just wind this clock back, say, about... Put the camera on, Kekka. ...about eight weeks ago... When you when said they, they were, were gone. No, no, I didn't say that. During the origin period, they lost four or five games. Deja vu, 12 months earlier, they did the same thing, end up winning the Premiership. Can they do it again this year? Of course they can. Will they? Yes, they will. And why? Because they're the no, mighty no, Melbourne Storm. They're the mighty Melbourne... But more number importantly... Number one ticket holder. But, oh, no, no, not the number one. I, I might be elevated shortly. <laughs> have you, been, not to only a, because have you of, been to a game this not year? Not yet. I haven't had time, Russell. But I watch a lot of their games. <laughs> How can you say you're a fan when you haven't been I to a game? I've you even ask, been to a Tigers game. You ask Craig Bellamy last. if I'm a fan. You ask the blokes around Melbourne Storm if I'm Bellamy, a fan. I ring Craig. Let's get him on the phone. Put he, Craig he, Bellamy on the phone. He'd I say, am. Sam who? Oh, rubbish. Sam Let Newman? You. He'd be saying, Sam Newman, come on down. No, no, no. Sam Newman down there? I'm a... I, anyhow, the reason why they'll win it, everyone thinks because of their big four. Sure, their big four, it's fantastic. But let me tell you, they have got an arsenal and a backup of, of talent there that's going to serve them well for the next three or four years. And the big thing is, can we keep Bellamy there after 16? That's the big thing. Shane Warne has had a crack at Steve Wall for making him wear the baggy green cap and described the iconic Aussie headwear as the silly baggy green cap. Now, there's two things one does not do in Australia. What? Criticise the baggy green yeah. and criticise Steve Wall. That's not true. That's Isn't not it? right. So you're happy with what he said? I'm totally happy. You think? I'm totally... 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 Endorse what he said. You can't wear, you shouldn't wear the baggy green for no, that first see, hour. See, idiots like you idiots. take that a con. So I, re I recant that statement. I don't Isn't mean that. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? We've we'll been together possible. 11 years I respect, and you've no, up no, idiots. you know I love you. The point I'm trying to make to you is you, something? like the other 21 million, <laughs> see it in the manner in which it was uh, written. Shane Warne, what he really meant was the baggy green cap, he wasn't disparaging against it or, you know, uh, de uh, denigrating you it. You don't have what to he wear was saying, it to know you're playing you for Australia. You don't have to wear it because I it agree. was uncomfortable and I was far more happy in a floppy. Steve War's point of view also makes some sense. A sense of unity, togetherness, yep. get out there with a the baggy green. Doesn't matter if you can't see it or it feels uncomfortable or a catch is coming to you and you drop it. Shane Warren's It's like long more sleeves and short then sleeves. Then the other thing you've got to look at, there might have been a bit of form between the two because Steve Warren, he was overlooked for the captaincy, he got dropped in the West Indies when he was crook, he went for McGill. Yep. So there's no love loss between the two. But I don't... Shane's a lot bigger than that. He wouldn't have just uh, criticised Steve Warren by virtue of his uh, lack of... The green uh, cap. I lack of love yeah. between the two. But the greenie... Came out wrong. Well, it was interpreted wrong. Because he tweets. Shane does a few does things it, wrong. He does, he does that instead of doing that at times. He does a lot of things wrong. Yeah. Right. But we love Shane. I love so Shane. So the V8s and the Nissans, I've told you. That. I can't believe all these things that I've predicted have come true. You know, you predicted while you said, you said Watson will make 100 last week as oh, well. I got tweets about that. That, has, uh, that was anyway, reverse psychology. That was talking about that. Down. The Nissans have climbed to the top of the podium for the first time in 21 years with James Moffat's victory in the first race at Witten on the weekend. This is really shaking the V8's traditional order now. Absolutely. I yeah, even read great. that uh, the likes of Wincup and Lowndes are a little bit nervous leading into Bathurst because their hold on the traditional uh, long weekend Courtney race... Courtney as well. Is, well, Courtney's there, yeah. Winterbottom's there, they're yeah. all there. 
but the Nissans are going to shake it up. And sure, they're doing it without nobody cheering them. There's nobody cheering the oh, Nissans. I think uh, young Moffat's father, do you know who his father was? Apparently I do. Alan yeah, Moffat, yeah, the Lauren, greatest yeah. driver in Australia, arguably. Arguably, but my point being that the last time they went around Bass, remember uh, who was it that stood up there and said you can all get Nick because you're bad losers? Uh, I'm trying to remember Russell who that was. No, 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 no it wasn't uh, Russell. Uh, Jim Richards. Jimmy Richards. Yeah, thank you very thank much. You, uh, floor managers. Floor manager. oh, God, that's but I'm it. saying it's shaking it up for the right reasons because prior to this... If it was a Holden or a Ford, do you reckon that we'd be doing it on this show? Probably Maybe, not. Oh, no, the V8s are still good news. They're, but they're on the digital channel. Yeah. They're not getting the run of the front page. But we like a newcomer. It's a we new, do. It's We're good, cheering it's the good, underdog. It's a good feel-good story. Go the so. Nissans. I think, I think they'll go really well at that. Okay. I hope they do. That's the headlines. Next up, there are questions to be answered. Richmond, cool. the America's Cup and darts. Are they all something or nothing? Darts. Where's that come from? I'll show you. Tell you. Nice. Sure. Welcome back to the show. Time for our new favourite segment. It is called Something or Nothing. We have some statement and simply decide whether it's a big deal or not a deal at all. First up, Richmond looks certainties to finish fifth on the AFL ladder, but given the top four look invincible, is fifth place something or nothing? Well, look, I don't want to denigrate uh, Richmond's performance this year, but it's a nothing. And, sure, they'll be eliminated in straight sets, in my view, but uh, they've had a terrific year. Uh, Damien Hardwick's an outstanding coach. He's rallied the troops. He's got a lot of talent. He's built up a side organically from the bottom up, mm -hmm. and they've had a terrific year. But will they make a statement in September? I've got reservations. I don't I think disagree. they've got stars. I reckon it's something, and I'll tell you for why. If they get a game... At the MCG, and I'm sure they will, mm. they just might pull one out of the fire. Watch them on the weekend against GWS. They they switched on, they switched off, and I understand that. But they've beaten Hawthorne convincingly at the MCG. They've beaten Richmond, sorry, Sydney at the MCG, and they've beaten Fremantle. So I reckon it's something if they get to the MCG. Okay. I agree, they won't make it, but they might cause an upset. Okay. And by the way, they hadn't finished in the top eight for years, so it is something. Key forwards win games. They the got Penrith them. Panthers tried to buy the Western Sydney Wanderers, but FFA Chief David Gallup said, no way, Jose. Is a rival code trying to buy a team something or nothing? I think it's something. I, I have no doubt it's something. And more importantly, look, it's prudent business practice that if they see something, a viable product like that, whoever's guiding this strategy, I've got no idea. But there's someone at Penrith that knows a lot about business investment. And he's obviously looking down the down the future, and he realised that Wanderers are going to be a very viable it was proposition. It was never going to happen. It was just. Well, it may a, not have been happening. It was but a PR, it was in its infancy. It was a PR okay. stunt in a, of its highest order. If you know the history between David Gallup and Phil Gould, why would they do that? There's animosity between them, but you've got a situation that has been embryonic for 12 months. It's now fantastic. They've sold out memberships, and then Penrith buy it and immediately alienate all of their fans. No, it was nothing. They won't alienate them. They'll secure their future no, for were, eons. No, they were going to send them out to Penrith. Well, say so what? That was nothing. The darts, that's right, the Sydney darts masters coming to Sydney, and as we know, it's an English phenomenon, but it is taking Sydney by storm as well. It is sold out all four days, something 
or nothing. This is something. Absolutely, it's Let something. Let me tell you, this is a real... Uh, it's a revelation. It's, a main, it's not a revelation. It is it a is. main... It, look, it is I a... I know it's huge in the UK. Huge in the UK. But I've been asked by guys who are 25 and 30 years of age, mm. mate, can you get me tickets to the darts? I used to run this in 1981 here when I was with Tooth & Company in Sydney. We ran a competition right throughout every pub and club in New South Wales and culminating in a final in Hawaii. Let me tell you, it was outstanding success. Yeah, but that was a bit Everyone of an had a old pot style. of beer, <laughs> yeah. and but by the is... time they yelled out, 180, the beer would swill all over. You could grow rice on the floor. It is it something. Fantastic. Good luck to the blokes who promoted it. It's at the big top, the old yeah. Luna Park. It is something, and watch out. Just the watch Kiwis. where those darts end up. The Kiwis have won the Challenger <laughs> Series in the America's Cup. We'll now race the uh, Americans for the Cup. And it's a bit of an all-mix-and-match ah. because the American captain is Australian James Spittle. There's an Aussie Colin Beachel's kids yeah. in the Kiwi team. And it's Catamaran, so it's a far yeah. cry from the old days. Nothing for me. Let me tell you, the America's Cup lost its luster a long, long time ago. Only because we didn't win it. No, no we won it, it's and that's something. what broke the nexus. When we broke you know the American what? nexus, something. ever since then, it's been like the cycling. They've got catamarans, they've got hidden motors. Okay, you've they've convinced got, me. Uh, it's nothing. I've changed my mind. It isn't nothing, mate. No, they've now nothing. got spinnakers that are made out of... Made of mine's the doctor in the New Zealand team. Yeah, I can't even lie no, for him. Exactly. So, no, it's nothing. Half Sorry, the, Paul. Half the sailors are on steroids. It's just no, not right. No, they Take that back. All right, I recant that statement. They only, they'll only sail... Catamarans only sail when the waves are... They're trying to go 50 kilometres an hour. Yeah. That's not like fun. That. You might as well have speedboats next it's time. That's why it's not sailing. Not sailing anymore. It's rubbish. And let me tell you... Uh, That's the next segment. Rubbish or garbage? Something it. or nothing is done. Like next up, the big finish. Happy time in the Sporting Bet Best Bets of the week. I think rubbish and garbage are the same thing. That's got something. Hey, all of that and a lot more. What is it? So trash or treasure? That's trash another or one. Treasure. That's what we might do next yeah. time. Happy birthday this week to Mark Webber. Turns 37... But it looks so. Oh, it looks like he's definitely uh, finito with Formula One. Absolutely. Absolutely, Daniel Ricciardo getting that gig. Happy anniversary to the Ashes this week, back in 1882. The first match between the Aussies and England, which gave birth to the little urn. Indeed. And who won it? I can't remember. Happy trails to two AFL greats, we did. Stephen Milne and Sydney's Jude Bolton. They've both confirmed they are retiring at the end of the season. Two class acts, I might add. Yeah, about 600 games between them, believe it or not. Now for the big finish, Canterbury is trying to put a clause into Ben Barber's contract. If he leaves the club, he cannot play against the Bulldogs for the next two years. I applaud that. How stupid is that? That is pathetic. In the Formula One Mel uh, Belgium Grand Prix, Sebastian Vettel won yet again. It is stupid. He's now got a 48-point lead in the championship race. Unbeatable, I'm suggesting. Who cares? Tim Cahill's former club and Aussie Scott McDonald's current club, Millwall, had an embarrassing situation on the weekend. The bloke forgot to bring their kit. He is now fired. They had to oh, borrow one joking. from the other team. Honestly. Yeah, honestly. That is pathetic. Not a great week for Aussies in the NFL. The monster, Jesse Williams, gone for the season. And punter Brad Wing, pumped by Philadelphia. Punter, now for the Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week. I like Melbourne to beat Manly in the match of the round. You uh, like... Kangaroos to beat Collingwood. And Sporting Bet think the Swans can bounce back and beat Hawthorne Friday night. That is it. Do all the things on social media. I'm Russell Barwick. And as always, I'm Sam Kekovich. And more importantly, you know it makes sense. And remember, light the candle. Better light the candle and curse the darkness. What? Where'd that come from? I don't know, I just thought it made something up. And remember, next time we have a drink of water, remember those that dug the well. <laughs>